Hi. I have been so excited for this interview. Yay. Hell yeah. So excited. Because I have followed, and it's Atrocity Girl. Yes. Mm -hmm. That we're here with. And I did confirm the mm -hmm. band members. So we have Angie on drums, Johnny on guitar and vocals, and then Ryan is bass and backing vocals. That's it. Sweet. Woo! Um, but yeah, I've followed you... Oh, I don't know, probably about a year or so now. And we've interviewed a few like local bands and they've mentioned you. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get them on. We got to get them on. Yeah, that's cool. That's and here we are. Yes. <laughs> yes. So um, tell us about how you got started and then maybe some background. Uh, so it was like the summer of 2019. So it was the summer of 2019, actually like four years ago, um, this month, uh, me, I met, um, Angie through a girl who was posted a Craigslist ad, uh, looking for a female, um, players and we all connected. It was me, Angie, a girl named Sammy, and then our friend, um, Allie. Um, we jammed a few times and long story short, it was me and Angie that got together and we started AG and, uh, not long after that, I met Ryan for the first time. I was on Facebook asking somebody if they wanted to come play with me because we had just got our new band room. And then Ryan was like, hey, I want to come play with you. So that was <laughs> when I first met Ryan. And uh, yeah, it's ever since then, we've, we've just uh, we've followed each other. Oh, nice. And so do you have do you just have the one album or is it an EP? I didn't, I it's a, it's yeah, no, it's it's an LP um, okay. and it's yeah, the the first album and then we have songs that we're going to be recording for the next album that we're practicing now. Oh my goodness. So usually we ask for an MP3 of if you have a new song that you want to, you know, put out there or if there's just any song, um, do you have a new song that maybe you're ready to release? I mean, Ego Fix has been released, but the Suffering Skin music video is probably the next thing coming. Yeah, that's going to happen oh. in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> if not in the next, you know, one or two weeks. So that's we can send that to you for sure. Oh, sweet, because I have that shit on repeat. Dude, it's so it's, good. It's going to be really fucking cool. Like, I'm actually really excited. I have most of the video ready. We just have to get video of us girls, like, together in the video. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So okay. tell us about what that song's about. Um, uh, so yeah, I wrote that um, a few years back um, and I was actually dating somebody at the time. We were in a long-term relationship and um, she also, besides myself, suffers from bipolar disorder and she ended up having to go to the hospital and was uh, admitted there for a little while. And uh, oh, wow. I would visit her from time to time. Um, but sh she used to write a lot. Like she would, it didn't matter what she was writing on like paper or whatever. She would just write whatever she was thinking constantly. So I would just find pieces of paper everywhere, everywhere that just had her thoughts. And yeah. so I found this piece of paper, interestingly enough, and it was really incredible because she actually explains like what it feels like to have to suffer from bipolar. And she wrote it in the most like beautiful way. So it inspired me to write the song. And so the spoken word that you hear in the middle of the song is actually what she wrote on that paper that I found. Wow. So I ended up, um, I stayed up for probably like two days like, all throughout the night recording different sounds. And, and then I landed on that one and I 
made a crappy little demo of it and then showed it to her. And then uh, when me and Angie met years later, she already knew the song and I ended up just sort of grabbing the microphone and then we started playing it together and then that oh rest is gosh. history. But yeah, it's a, it's a really intense song because I, I think a lot of people and myself really um, uh, can resonate with it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, I have to because this is my favorite because I have to. <laughs> so, because Johnny had her, it was SoundCloud, right? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was SoundCloud or something. Yeah, SoundCloud, where she had all of her like demos and things, and Suffering Skin was one of them. And I listened to it so many times because I love it and it's amazing. Um, and so then I I had been drumming along to it before we actually like all jammed together, and then, um when Johnny grabbed the mic, when the four girls that we like mentioned before mm-hmm. were jamming, that was it. That was like the real start of her kind of becoming the front woman. And it was oh, so fun. Shit. Oh, fun. I love that. So when did you yeah. first record that one? That was last year. Last year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, no, the, for officially. But, and then, okay. oh, yeah, officially we recorded it. it. It originally actually started out like it had a completely different sound than what you hear it now. Mm. Uh, it was definitely more um, like a like industrial um, electronica type sound that had, you know, crunchy, um, you know, low end guitars and stuff. And oh, yeah. We ended up kind of turning it into more of an atrocity girl style, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I'm trying to like pinpoint, I mean, it's your own sound, but like one of our questions, and Anna, I'm just going to probably steal this right now, so <laughs> in the flow, but um, what, or who influences you? I'm really curious, because I'm like, well, maybe that'll help. You mean to go first? Uh, I mean, so, I mean, me personally, so this is Angie, um, influenced I think musically and and drumming style are two different things for me, Mm -hmm. but I would say definitely like Nine Inch Nails, Manson, Led Zeppelin for me drumming style wise, um, because I love like big bombastic drums, but I also really like good technique. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) um, And then uh, I love Kitty. I love... Uh, PJ Harvey. I, I love women who kind of go and do their own thing and have different sounds for each album and, and play a bunch of different instruments. And um, I think that really inspires me um, a lot personally. Nice. Cool. Some funny for me, this is Ryan on bass. And I would just say that it's been weird because playing, I play guitar in other bands and I have a lot of punk influences, but growing up, I've listened to a lot of like new metal and metal, like, and, you know, of course, like in grunge and my stepdad used to listen to heavy, you know, seventies rock. So like, I've always had like, you know, Deftones or like Seether. I listen to Nickelback or, um, you know, Alice in Chains and Nirvana, things like that. Um, but I never thought, I never thought that I would play that kind of music. Cause I kind of, for my own personal other projects that I play, I, play a lot of Green Day, Jimmy World, Muse, rock mm-hmm. punk, you know, Queens of the Stone Age. So I have a wide, like, variety of what I play for different bands. But for Atrocity Girl, I love that Johnny and I really resonate on her styles and mine, that we both like common bands. So mm-hmm. it's cool that AG, uh, that just having the same influence in the same genre, but coming from yeah. two different perspectives, makes it really unique for Johnny and I, because we like the same type of music, but to bring different flares of the same together creates for a really interesting Atrocity Girl mix, I think. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
There's almost like some tool in there too. And then you said seether because I was like, yeah, seether for sure. Yeah. 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 This is is Johnny again, for sure. Yeah. Sean Morgan has been one of my favorite um, composers and writers of all time. Like I love his voice. I was really influenced by his voice. And like, same with Angie. Like I grew up listening to mostly like industrial rock, new metal, trip hop a lot. Massive Attack is my number one influence of all time. Like they're Mm -hmm. my number one love. Um, Definitely uh, bands like Pig Face. Uh, I really love Stabbing Westerd. Um, but yeah, Sean Morgan and definitely anything that James Maynard Keenan does. Like I love his, um, my favorite band is his band, Pussifer. Oh yeah. Absolutely love. Wow. Um, I'm really influenced guitar wise by Wes Borland from Lid Biscuit and then Billy Howardell from A Perfect Circle. Yeah. So, and yeah, lots of new metal and a little bit of grunge growing up, but mostly it was just like electron, ele- like uh, industrial metal and uh, trip hop. And yeah. Huh. I think we just became best friends, y'all. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> a lot of that industrial uh, sound, especially with Angie and I in the band, comes a lot through Johnny's vocals, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And just, like, the 90s. The screams and stuff. Yeah. The scream. Yeah. The scream, like, trip off for sure. But And then also, because Johnny and I are, like, the same age, and I think the, all of the different influences from the 90s, mm-hmm. like, we were exposed mm-hmm. to, I think, really melded. Well, well, I mean, you more. said Nickelback, and I just kind of like almost fell back in my fucking chair. I'm like, <laughs> did you go see them when they were at White River? So I grew up, and my mom is a huge Nickelback fan. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> she she would pick she would pick me she would pick me up from school and drop me off, and she'd be blasting, and I mean blasting like um, the Long Road or like Silver Side Up, and it'd be like never again because he's such a bastard, and she'd be singing about my stepdad. And oh. I'd be like, I'd be like, mom, I was like, I was like, just so you know, mom, the kids at school say this is not real rock. They say it's dead rock. And she's like, she's like, I don't care. His voice is sexy. I'd be like, you, mom, you, no, you. So that's how that happened. But it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. I didn't go see Kim Nichols. It wasn't on purpose. They are. Just forewarning. I didn't go. That was the best ever. Yes. That was good. Yeah. Well, they're really, I mean, that was my first time seeing them live. They were actually pretty good. Yeah, did you have fun? It was fun. fun. Yeah. It, shot, so I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, the the two opening bands, I'm not a country person, but the two opening bands, sadly, I missed them. They were country bands. And then Nickelback came out. I'm like, okay. But Anna, she went and saw Offspring and Simple Plan and oh, fun. Uh, 741, yeah. 741 last night. Yeah, oh, it's a little haggard today. Uh, <laughs> that's that's so cool. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, I bet I know. She only sent me like every. You should have just had your phone on the whole time. I know. No kidding. Well, it's hard. Well, we usually go to shows together, and so Lindsay wasn't there yeah. with me. I'm like, I gotta take a picture, or I gotta take a video of a little bit of this one too. I'm like, well, I gotta do this one. Like, like I'm like, I gotta just put it down. But again, I just had to. Yeah, had to record for you. Just too good. Too good. Awesome. Okay. So um, now before we get into our interview, more of our interview questions. So how you guys met. And then if each of you could kind of like tell us how you got into music, maybe like as a kid and, you know, just your each person's story. Okay. Yeah. Um, So once again, this is Ryan. I play bass for Atrocity Girl. And for me... 
I started playing music. I've always had like a sense of music as a kid. Like I'd play things on the keyboard here and there when I was a kid or, you know, like yeah. rhythms or if I found drums or stuff, I'd tinker with things. But um, I started taking guitar lessons when I was in, I think it was just like my eighth, end of my eighth grade year. And oh. it just started on ukulele because I found a ukulele and in a, a summer garage sale and I brought it home and I eventually got a classical guitar and then a real guitar. And I've always loved just punk and rock music. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I just, I know it's kind of weird. Like I don't have any classical music background or I didn't have any family that was musical, but I just kind of went through this phase where I wanted to have a place of my own and a thing of my own. And with my ADHD, just music took over on guitar and I just all through high school and then into like early twenties, I just started like just going expanding like exponentially just like meeting people and new instruments and just playing and singing and now i just do i play, can play bass and guitar and sing and yeah and learning new things every day so yeah. i love it awesome. short and sweet honestly yeah nothing too crazy yeah no i love that yeah sweet this is angie on drums <laughs> i love it <laughs> um i started on piano uh, when I was a kid and I took lessons from this wonderful woman uh, named Zita who baked the most delicious chocolate chip cookies ever. And I like yeah. didn't really even want to take piano. I didn't really like it, but I went for the cookies. Oh, yeah. I get it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> they were so yes. good. Oh, my God. Anyway, and then uh, my mom uh, played guitar, so I learned um, some guitar first. And then drums kind of found me. I would like haunt the drum shop in California and be like this really like weird girl who would like go in and just kind of creep around until finally one of the teachers was like, do you want to like have a lesson and sit down? <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he, the, the instructor there gave me a free lesson and then I just, I kept going and I fell in love and it was the best ever. So that's how that happened. Are you from California? I am. Yeah, I'm oh, from Santa cool. Barbara, California. Um, but I grew up mostly in Eugene, Oregon. Um, okay. And then, yeah, and then now I teach drums, which is the best ever. Mm. Oh, cool. And so when did you – does everyone live in Seattle? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, when did you move up this way? Uh, let's see. So I've been here – so 2015 for okay. me – and Ryan's from here. So. Yeah, I'm from. I grew up in Auburn and was raised in Yelm. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. All right, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate you saying who's who. Yeah. So then we'll know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was I was thinking the whole time. I feel like sometimes uh, musicians. I think before we're even born i feel like there's just this gift like this soul it's in itself and that the spirit like when you just know at, at the youngest age that like that that you were going to be a guitar player or that you were going to be a drummer and i knew that because my dad was a guitar player and he was a really f amazing guitar player and uh, he used to sit me on his lap and have his he had like a daphne blue fender stratocaster so he would always play so I grew up, you know, for the first five years of my life, you know, hearing my dad play guitar. Mm -hmm. And uh, I like got my first guitar from my uncle, actually, like when I was like nine or 10. And uh, 
I grew up listening to a lot of music. I would definitely just listen to music constantly, just be on my own and stuff. And I knew, I knew from a very, very young age when I was five years old, I got this little yellow plastic guitar that had like little like, like strings on it, man. And I would walk around and I would slap that thing. And I would just, man, I was just like, I was writing the best songs ever. <laughs> so like I just knew that I was going to play guitar. And then, yeah, when I got that guitar, I was like nine or 10. I kid you not every single night I would sleep with my guitar in my bed and I would wake up and I would like just barely rubbing the crusties out of my eyes. I couldn't wait to pick it up. So every morning I would pick up my guitar, even in what going through high school, I would still sleep with my guitar in my bed and uh, I would wake up a little bit early just to, you know, play around on it. And uh, yeah. And, and during high school I had this, uh, this teacher, she was more like, I don't know. I wasn't really in her class, but, she uh, she knew like I would skip classes and I would skip school, but she thought you know if you're gonna do this at least you know maybe just stay in the music hall. So I would I would stay. They had like little private rooms and some of them had pianos, some of them had drums. So that's what I do. I'd skip classes, I'd skip all that stuff, and I would just lock myself in the music rooms mm -hmm. and just immerse myself in all these different instruments. So like yeah, it's been just been constant ever since. I didn't do my homework. My mom would take my guitar away. She'd be like, no, you can't play it. No. <laughs> um, you can tell so too. My mom said that she'd burn my guitar. Yeah. She, many oh times God. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> playing drums too. Like you, I was lucky to have nice neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. And it's like, and you know, it's really fun because I couldn't afford a kit for, you know, a long time. So I would literally like, I would set up boxes or pans and like practice or air drum or even just on my blanket thing and with headphones on to music so it sounded like I was doing the coolest mm -hmm. stuff ever yeah. in the world <laughs> <laughs> but, but which was really cool because that's like it's the drive but then I remember some of my neighbors especially being really nice and coming up to me and being like hey you're sounding a lot better on a certain oh, song yes. or something and being really encouraging Mm -hmm. and, and so I think that that matters a lot too. just having people in your life, you know, even if it's not your family or, or, or any, anybody like that, just someone saying, Hey, like, keep going. You're, you're improving. Yeah, yeah for sure. Especially if they're neighbors. That's so yeah. weird. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would yeah. be pretty respectful with like my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Not <laughs> at <Yeah>. midnight. <laughs> yeah. But, but I always, I always was really grateful for that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Now, Johnny, are you from? Seattle area or uh, I'm from Alaska. I grew up in oh. um, kind of like half my life in Anchorage and the other half sort of like out in Talkeetna out in the valley because I did a lot of snowboarding and snow stuff. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm just a Washington girl or an Alaskan girl living in a Washington world. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been here? Uh, I uh, so I came here in 2013. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. And it was and I back home I was I had been battling with a drug addiction and all that's what a lot of my songs are about actually mm -hmm. um, yeah. in this album but yeah I left I got clean and I left in 2013 I haven't been back since so I actually just celebrated my 10th year oh, congratulations. oh my gosh congrats yeah this year mm -hmm. so. wow that's amazing oh, that's awesome. incredible yeah what part of, of Seattle do you guys live in Ballard Oh, Ballard, nice. Ballard. Oh, I love yeah, me and Ryan live in Ballard, and Angie yeah. lives just a little bit up north okay. in Mount Lake Terrace. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Pinehurst for a short time in Lake City area, but then I moved down here to Ballard. 
Oh, I love Ballard. That's yeah. so fun. We live um, about an hour 15 north of that, would you say, Anna? Yeah, <laughs> Lindsay's a little further, and she's on, she's on Camino Island, and I'm on in Stanwood, so you have to oh, drive yeah, through cool. Stanwood to get to Camino Island. Stanford, yeah. My dad just bought a house out there on Camino oh, Island. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's not much out here. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should move to Seattle. I feel like we're there, like, every these you know last year or so but yeah i mean we go to tons of shows and i saw that you have two you have one on the 11th and then one september 15th correct yes um so september 15th is substation which is really fun because that was our first show ever yeah. yeah, and it's, like, right across the street from the rehearsal space. Nice. <laughs> Anna, have you um, been to that one? I don't know if I've been there, no. Where Where's Substation at? I feel like so, Ballard. It's, it's like, right downtown Ballard on uh, Leary Way, right off of 8th Street. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's, like, a Fred Meyer downtown there right before you hit Fremont. By and, BevMo. Uh, BevMo and stuff, yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, the only um, <laughs> the only venue we've been yeah. to in Ballard is uh, the Tractor Tavern. Oh, it's it's yeah, pretty it's close. close it's yeah. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Yeah, it's okay. Seven, it's up the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, oh, nice. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. And then the eleventh, we're in Salem, so that'll be fun for the Fire in the Sky That's Festival. The Fire in the Sky Festival, yeah. Um, and then October is is pretty the, booked the because Macbeth? it's the yeah. Macbeth musical, so. Yeah. Oh, so tell us about here. that. What's going on there? Do you- so, yeah. So, um, we are the witches <laughs> slash, like yeah, the, yeah, the band. Um, Amy, uh, Amy Poisson for um, the Seattle Public Theater is putting on Macbeth, a rock musical with an all-female slash non-binary cast. Mm. Okay. And the music is actually um, – it's going to be Atrocity Girl playing the music. Oh my god! Uh, so oh yeah. Well, is it um? Is it all October or is are there like set dates? It's already? October thirteenth. So Friday the thirteenth is the first yeah. show, and then it's it's just a few weeks. Um, it's October thirteenth through November fifth on the weekends. We should look into that. Hannah, we gotta go. Uh-huh. I wanna go. Yeah, definitely. You gotta come. Uh-huh. We'll get, we'll reserve seats for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we will be there. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. Sweet. I do want to try to go to the um, September 15th show. That's a Friday, Anna. Oh, okay. Yeah, we should try sweet. to go to Oh, one. we'll put you on the list just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, that would be sweet. awesome. I, I want to go for sure. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you on a list? Yeah, come on, girl. Yes. <laughs> I know. We're like, we have, I don't even know. I feel like. We try to go to all the shows and everyone's on fucking tour and they're all coming like the weekend of October 3rd, yeah. 4th, 5th. Oh so <laughs> I'm like, That's always looking true. at dates and being like, okay, do we have anything? And we're open. Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and we just got back from our UK tour, which was yeah, amazing. Still seems like- Dude. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Tell us wait, about that. Like, wait, we just got back. That was a few months ago now. Never. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I don't understand time anymore. <laughs> well, just, I said it feels like yesterday. Still, I mean, still oh. jet lag. Yeah. Still jet lag. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we were two weeks in Scotland and England, and we went for a night in Paris, and 
Shout out Jenny Tingle. Yeah, yeah. Jenny, Jenny from Music Broth in Glasgow. Um, she she booked us all of our gigs, and then Loud Women in England. We played um, Hastings and London, and it was just incredible. It was so much fun. How long were you gone? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two oh, cool. weeks, man. Oh, I want to go. Solid. Any um, any like amazing just well it sounds like it was all amazing time but like a memory that stands out oh my gosh oh man that's a tough that's one so that's so that's a hard so one okay yeah i had a breakdown because they don't really believe in ice and i'm I'm very spoiled. I I use a crap load of ice in my drinks and stuff. So you know, back in the, back there, they did. They just don't really. They don't have that exactly. So I didn't know that either. Yeah, the lady won't even give me ice, and that's when I just freaked the fuck <laughs> oh, out. Oh, it was like it was like the middle of the second half of our tour, the second yeah. week, and the yeah. whole time I was like, "Where's the fucking oh ice?" <laughs> and like, yeah, I, I uh, after after I walked out of that, like the um, after I walked out of the McDonald's and they give, wouldn't give me fucking ice because there was only like five little chips in my soda. Oh, my <laughs> And I, I like, I, I had to like hold it in, and I got inside the car and I grabbed the wheel and like, oh man, it was like the Exorcist. I was flailing around and I was like, "What do I have to do to get some fucking eyes?" <laughs> I was like, freaking out. She's like sweating. Oh my god. You're <laughs> like, see, this is why I need ice. Uh, like you see? don't, you don't even know. Oh my god, it was the. <laughs> funniest thing ever and that was after we like drove through this little like town square that was not meant for cars at all like oh, on this no. journey oh, no. it was so amazing. Oh, no. oh, that's like the worst fear is like going somewhere oh. what is that movie oh i can't even remember as cameron diaz in it uh where they switch places for oh, oh ho- the holiday the holiday, oh, the holiday. she's like Yes, and she has to get used to driving on the other side of the road, and then she's driving in this like little <laughs> town the wrong way. Like that whole scene gives me anxiety. Johnny, Johnny had to drive the whole time because like it was a stick shift, and because they don't have like all, okay, wait, all that's the my cars best memory. Together. That's my best memory. I was like so excited because we didn't want to get like Johnny like she couldn't drive, and so. <laughs> yeah, so never license. So I was like, no, it was like it's fine. I'm gonna take care of it all. Like they've done so much others like we all took like responsibility like you know we all shared responsibilities on this mm-hmm. tour and helped each other out so i was like yeah. no i got it i'm gonna drive us everywhere it's gonna be perfect and then we get the angie gets the rental we're just all hanging out we're all so excited and that's when like <laughs> i, I packed, up packed up and everything to go i fling open the door and i'm like all right ladies let's do this hastings here we go and then i'm like looking at the stick chef and i go oh <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, Angie, I was like, you got the wrong car. She's like, what? She's like, she's like, have them. She's like, I didn't get the wrong car. And I go, what's that? I was like, you got the wrong car. It's the UK, they don't, they don't use automatics in the UK. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, it's the UK. I knew this, but I don't know. I thought maybe they knew too. Anyways, so, so they were like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, the only person that can drive is the one without a license. The only one who knows how to drive a stick shift. And so, okay. I was like, I was like, you guys, I'm going to try. Oh, this was really fucked because it was like the left side of the right side of the car on the left side of the road. I was like, anyways, I was like, okay, broads. I was I was like, I'm going to drive us as far as I can and try to find somewhere. And I'm going to teach you guys how to drive this fucking car. (laughs) And we did like 
like I somehow I pulled out on this road that actually went right onto the motorway. Thank God. <laughs> but like, it's crazy because they have a lot of roundabouts and their signs oh, are just really, really oh. different. So, you know, it was, it was very, very trippy. And I was scared. Johnny I was scared. Fabulous. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we were like, I was like, oh, we're going to pull over and get some food. And then the parking lot. So we can go find this carvery. We get some food yeah. and then we go out. I was like, okay, which one of you guys is first? So I had um, Ryan get in the car and I was trying to teach her how to drive and like it, the engine, the engine was about to burst. It was, it was good. She actually did pretty good, but not motorway ready. <laughs> okay. I feel like I had a pretty good handle on reverse. Like reverse was fucking good, but but going like starting the car was not happening. And then she almost hit a boulder, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I can't even like imagine driving because you have to learn with your left hand, like with the stick, right? Like Angie's there, she's squealing, and I'm like, and then I'm like, Johnny, what's that smell? Yeah, no, the fucking the engine was about to burst. I was like, you know what? Okay. I just had to accept it. I was like, "Shit, all right, I'm gonna do my best." But it was it was scary, and yeah. they they use a lot of roundabouts, and some of them are very large roundabouts. So that was fucking scary. Yeah, I've seen that in but movies. After a while, it actually got really easy. I didn't really have to you look at the. I didn't really have to like think about it. Actually, it became really really fun. I was actually more excited to drive. I even drove in downtown London in like rush hour. Dang, girl. Oh, no, I had it. As soon as we got to London, I was like, oh, she's got this. I'm going to take a nap. And I fell asleep. Oh, yeah. We were just cruising. And it was super fun, too, because we were, like, switching off music. And we got really, we got super into the Wicker Man soundtrack. And, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We were just, like, gently Johnny all the way, like, through England. (laughs) And then, yeah. And we showed Ryan the Wicker Man one night when Johnny and I thought we were, like, not drunk it, but we were totally drunk. That Jameson bottle was gone, and there's evidence of that night. <laughs> I, 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 I have all those memories recorded, too, and it was wild. <laughs> England. Aging England is... Oh, those shows were amazing, though. That's People tragic. turn out, and they're just so supportive there, and, like, excited, oh, and man. all the bands were amazing. Can you... Do you find it more... Now that you've traveled overseas, like, is there a difference between playing for crowds here than over there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. In a sense, it's just because I think from what we locals have told us, they don't haven't really had bands and stuff like I guess that are like all women mm. that sound the way that we do come through their oh. city, so mm. their town. So when we were playing these shows, it was just like you could, they were they were just super blown away and they were very embracing of us. They just embraced us completely. It was just. Yeah, it's, it it has a different feel to it. You know, they're different people, different culture, and yeah. it's just it's really awesome. I feel like when people when bands from overseas come to us, they are just so, you know, especially to Seattle because it's such a iconic city for music. That's just like it's on their bucket list to play here, and I always forget about that. Like, okay, like yeah. you take yeah. that for granted. Yeah, <laughs> like, very, for, yeah. very true. Very yeah. True. But I mean, how exciting would it be to play in Europe and stuff? Oh my god, it was so exciting! Was oh my so gosh, fun. yeah, so so much fun! And yeah. we're going back. We're going yeah. back in April. We're going to start in Barcelona, so we're really excited. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how do you get on those tours? Whole hospitality, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny yeah. 
Jenny Tingle from Music Broth. She she really is such a savior. And she was so hardworking. There wasn't a moment in time where she just stopped to rest. Like she was on the go. Like she had this tiny little hatchback that's like two the two-door hatchback. Cause their van broke down. And so we had to pack all of our stuff in there. And then and me and Ryan and the we were just like we were literally like little sardines, Matt. And and we rolled the first half of the tour like that. But Jenny, she did all the driving, all the touring. She just took care of us. Oh, I love that. Oh, car for England, but yeah, yeah, for all the Scotland leg of things, she was there for us, just foot and soul. It was incredible. Glasgow like has so, has the heart of AG. I think yes. we we fell in love with Glasgow, Glasgow the people, absolutely. and like it yeah. was so safe and. And peaceful and beautiful yeah. and fun and kebabs, even all the kebabs. The kebabs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was just yeah, and, and it was fun because we, she's in a band, um, Deep Filth, and with um her bandmate Michael, who was also amazing and a cool, really cool tour guide, and introduced us to Buckfest, yeah. which <laughs> apparently does not ship this to the Michael, U.S. Because I tried. Michael, this Michael guy that we met is is the spitting image of a Kurt Cobain Johnny Depp, oh. but a Glasgowian. Oh he, I was like, who are you? Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, he, he's like, like oh, he's like, I'm just Michael. He's like, it's just a wee bit fine. It's good. Michael. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually took oh, videos. Do you have a picture of this majestic human? Even better. I have videos of like the way he's walking like Jack Sparrow, but he looks like Kurt Cobain. It is the funniest oh, thing. And I got a couple of videos of him like talking and like, he didn't even care. He was like, oh, you were recording? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like we got to go with them through. I mean, we went to like Glasgow and Edinburgh, which was incredible. But also, she took us through like small towns, which I feel like was castles. the was so much fun. Yeah, because we were em- embraced so by like castles. locals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, the castles at every turn. We saw Stonehenge. Oh, that's maybe my favorite, actually. Oh, that would be epic. Because it was close. So they only allow people into like 4 p.m., which sucked. And so we missed the end. Yeah, we missed. Yeah, exactly. So, but then there's like this if you park, there's this locals' way, like pathway. Yeah, like a dirt road to get Mm -hmm. up there. So we actually ended up walking like half a mile through this like commune. And then. Their little RVs and then they're like you know their vans and stuff yeah. like we're just yeah and they're like hey rocker girls and yeah. like we got to go up to Stonehenge like the other direction <laughs> oh sweet awesome that's amazing I well I'm glad you guys get to go back there are you doing is it like for well are you going to back to the same cities or different places well, probably but different venues yeah. different uh, venues oh okay cool i mean like we met there was the cool thing about it was like part of the second being invited back with all these amazing local bands who johnny was saying is like we're blown away they're like one band was called a hanoose and they were they're out of liverpool so they were like if you come back yes please play in liverpool and then we yeah. had people um invite us to manchester so you go just one time yeah. it's already starting these you're already networking we're like oh make sure you come back here when you come here next like yeah, yeah. oh i yeah, love that's that cool. Well, that's amazing. Woo-hoo. Oh, cool. Sweet. Well, you are busy yeah. bees the yes. next few months. <laughs> yes. Busy bees. I love it. Uh, so, Anna, do you want to ask a couple questions? Yeah. Um, let's see. I guess what is your best or favorite thing about, like, the process? So, you know, writing, performing, any of that. 
just the process in general. Okay, let's do it this way. So this is Ryan once again on base. <laughs> um, my favorite part has been like just four years together and now we're, I was actually telling Johnny this just the other day because um, we're doing the theater play stuff. I told her, I was mm-hmm. like, I love how now that we actually have the sound that's that's cultivated. And I understand how Angie plays and I understand how Johnny plays and everything just makes sense. So it's gotten to this point where I'm really excited just to write new things and I can literally like as much as I can play other types of music, I can switch my brain into Atrocity Girl and just like, just, I, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I don't know if you guys yeah. know what I mean. Like, I just, I just love that I can play the style. Like, it's just, yeah. I like that I've gotten to that point. It makes it so exciting and just thrilling every time I come to yeah. practice. Cool. Yay! So, yeah. Um, this is Angie, the drummer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think my favorite thing, because my favorite thing, like, is being on the drums like on stage when I can be back there and see like Johnny set up and Ryan and then I can like look out at them that's my favorite part it's just it's so like this beautiful moment where I can I can like watch them play as I'm playing and it's my favorite thing oh I Mm. love that here's Johnny (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, my soup. My favorite part of the the process is um, it's like once I've cultivated an, an idea for a song, and even if I just make a, a scratch track or a demo or something, and I give it to the girls, and if you know they like it, and then it's I love the beauty of having them there because then they can help bring it to life, and and I trust them <clears throat> to write their parts, which mm-hmm. they do amazingly and flawlessly. Uh, and be able to give those ideas to the girls and yeah, have them write their parts and then it all just piece together and it starts to become this big mm-hmm. thing. And it sounds, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Just to uh, take it- a simple idea of a riff or something like that and then completely bring it to life. And I, I can't really do it with, without them. Yeah. Yeah. We've heard from other bands too, that like, I mean, when you mesh together, really well and then you find you know you just find that when you're jamming you know it just comes easily Mm -hmm. do you do you write do you I guess the question is do you write out the music do you just jam and play and then remember it um can you play by ear do you have are you more technical it's it's kind of everything I, I I guess like the okay Sometimes we will have um, times when we're practicing where we'll just go into these full on jams and it's just, it, it's, it just oh, becomes yeah. like very liquid. And, yeah. and um, a lot of the times though, it's, I'm, I'm really kind of a recluse. Like when I have an idea or when I write songs, I'm usually by myself or alone so that I can really think of those, these ideas. And I try to write demos. I try to write them as a full song with bass drums and everything because I need mm-hmm. to be able to, to sort of lay out what I'm hearing mm-hmm. in my head. And so once I've got that, I make a demo of that and I give it to the girls. Um, so that's, I guess that's sort of like the process a little bit, how it's been over the last four years. So, so you, you write the song and then you share it and then yeah. you all jam usually. But yeah. And then they, okay. yeah, we all piece it together. I see. Oh, um, yeah, but there's, there's like, yeah, I was gonna say there's like these, I, I really like that too. Cause I don't write like that in any other bands. Um, and I love how it's like, cause like Johnny has these incredible ideas. And like she said, like when we add um, certain flares that go to it, 
for or like because you know I have, I'm a firm believer that everyone's acoustic body and energy and voice just it's part of a live experience, not only on a record, but just in general. I mean, it's just an mm-hmm. idea of, of people coming together. I think you and I, Angie, were watching an interview with Dave Grohl where he's like, he's yeah. like, you know, if Taylor Hawkins played drums, the same song, the yes. same riff, the same way. He's like, it's you could tell if it's Taylor Hawkins, you can tell if it's John Bonham, yeah. you can tell if it's, yeah, exactly. you know, so it's like, I like that our styles all together. And AG's gone through different members and AG's had actually because of that, like really I've seen and heard different sounds over the last four years and the lineup changes that we've had. And that's been the most unique part was we've been experimenting a lot with different people and different lineups to see what works. Yeah. Yeah. And this last year, finally, when we went on this trio tour as the three of us, there's something about the core of AG with Shawnee on guitar and vocals, Angie on drums, me on backing vocals and bass. It's just, and that's the OG lineup too yeah, that we just, like keep uh, coming back to because obviously yeah. like Ryan's great on guitar, so there's that dynamic too. Um, but it's, but it's I become so easy just to add what we yes. to her demos now. Exactly, and they just become the AG sound. It's become a lot more easier than it used to be. But I want to say now. too, like Johnny's an amazing. I mean, she's an amazing writer, but she's also very giving in that. I I think like I've been in other bands and and I hear from other band members. Um, you know, Johnny trusts us as musicians, which is really special. You know, mm-hmm. she has her demo and we obviously know like the sound that that we're going for, but she trusts us with our own like unique talents to do, to bring what we are to the song too, which I think is is really yeah. amazing and yeah, special. That's, that's great. That's yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. It, was, it was like a, a promise, like when we first got together that I was like, all of us are going to have our own voice. I'm never going to tell you guys you know, or really like ask you guys because I trust you guys. They're already, you know, brilliant musicians. So why would I need to ask them or have them do anything? Only sometimes do I make, you know, little suggestions, but it's like very, very few and far between. I love that. I love that we're um, so good at that. We won't, like, we used to have to say it like that, but it's gotten to the point where I don't even need to hear her say that anymore. I just know that if there's oh something God. that I know that she wants to be like this soul or a part of a song, I'm like, I definitely know that that part doesn't change and we can work around that. It's just become this perfect, like, wax machine i love it so much yeah because it shouldn't be just that one person to yeah you know to make yeah. those choices for everybody else it's these ladies are their own musician they're they're their own you know unique spirit and that's their given instrument and that's they're gonna own it you know mm-hmm. it's not for me to to tell them how to play and stuff i just trust the hell out of them and also i think what makes i feel like what makes ag extremely special is the connection that we have as friends like we talk every single day you know we share um holidays together birthdays together mm-hmm. like we have christmas traditions mm-hmm. that we do you know like we make a duck and oh <laughs> cute I, and they're my girls i have to cook from them and i feel like these ladies <laughs> Okay, she killed because I'm. I have to to do like non dairy, non gluten, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. But but I'm like I'm gonna die because Johnny's coming over and she's gonna. Co- and you have to eat it because it's the best thing you've Johnny ever tasted in your life. Amazing food though, but it's Ryan, so I always good. bring the booze. Like you, Ryan yeah. brings the booze, so we'll booze have like. No, like we still have sleepovers. We still like we quarantined mm-hmm. together. Yes. So I think going through COVID together was a huge was thing. Like 2020, yeah, 2021, we were together every mm-hmm. single day. I yeah, say, I mean. If you can survive um, yeah. that. Yeah. Seriously. We lived together yeah. overseas for two weeks, I and actually, it was like the best yeah. thing ever. It was so good. After I met Johnny and Angie, my mother actually passed away of cancer in 2019, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic. 
And Angie magically, as I have never even met her before, she wasn't my friend on Facebook. She slid into my DMs and was like, hey, you look cool. I've seen you play your guitar on Facebook. You're really awesome. Do you want to go to Sleater Kenny? Oh, shit. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm sorry. Wait, who are you? She's like, mm, yeah, I'm a drummer. And it's a band called A Chassis Girl. And I have an extra ticket for Sleater Kenny. And I think you're really cool. Do you want to go? And I'm like. And I told you this that. is the truth. I knew Ryan before Angie, and I think that's yeah. how she yeah. knew about Ryan because oh, yeah, she right, she was right, my friend. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 well, I ended up with an extra ticket, and like yeah. nobody was able to go, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna be yeah, like, I'm hey, yeah, <laughs> what's up? I'll pick you up. <laughs> and even though and even though COVID happened, I'll this pick week, you up. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. She showed up at my house, and I go, I, did, I, did, I, I was like, that side or this side? She's like, anywhere. And I go, okay. So, but yeah. But yeah, then COVID happened shortly after that, and we, and we shut down. We'd only jammed for like maybe like one or two months, yeah, a couple times, and oh. then the, the shutdown happened. And then yeah, as soon as that shutdown happened, it, we went through like just just this crazy, insane oh, sisterhood of just ups and downs ups and, down and, and everything. Oh my god, all over the places. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a lot of writing and during that time? Like, was that a good time? Oh. Um. <laughs> I feel like um the the everything was written and yeah there had some new songs oh, sure. that would come along for sure. It was just about oh. I think um a lot of that was finding our way and our style and our sound and like developing yeah. the songs and you know they're it going through uh, it was just evolving basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Say, I mean, I'm not going to say like not for nothing, not for nothing. People can get together right in a room mm -hmm. and jam. And mm -hmm. I've, done, I've done that a lot over my life, especially in my 20s when I was going to open mics and just jamming with multiple people. But there's yeah. something to be said at the show where it's like, and it's not to like criticize other bands, but it's just to say that like, it's really a blessing to be in a band that you not only just can enjoy that special musical musicianship with other musicians, but to actually just like know each other on a deep personal yeah. level and go through things mm -hmm. together makes the music so much richer and that trust and just the way ideas come and form it's it's from the heart it's not just like it's not cold it's just very warm and giving and bright and just fierce and it's it's just it's it's, it's heavy and safe yeah well you can you can tell like as you know uh, uh mem audience member the bond between everyone in a band like just yeah, yeah. how comfortable you are, the smiling, the having fun and that. Cause we've been to shows where they, there's just none of that. And Girl, we know everything yeah. about each other. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like through COVID, I feel like it wasn't, I mean, there was music happening. Like we actually recorded like the first DIY single and Johnny directed the, the fuck yourself music video. But I feel like more than the music, that's when the sisterhood really yeah, like well, because, and then, yeah. because then the happened. To play live, so I mean, it, it, it was, it was like, really just like the band ups and downs, and we just ended up just mm -hmm. each other, and yeah, just like jamming and like really just coming back together through. Be it's like just I think with any other relationship that was happening during like quarantine and COVID, it's like who you stick by during the yeah. tough times, and yeah, that was yeah. us. It's amazing, man. That is amazing because my ass got divorced. I know Johnny got married as I got divorced. Yeah. Fuck. And I was the one that would never marry anything. I know. Mm, cute. <laughs> it brought people together and it yeah. brought them not together. Yeah. It was all for the good, though. You know? it was. Yeah. It really yeah. 
that's how I, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think the last question, I'm going to steal it here, Anna. It's my favorite one. What is the meaning behind your name? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I have a really, like, man, I love coming up with band names. It's so fun. And I was just, like, throwing names out there. And I was trying to, to think of something that had to do with, you know, the feminine of the of woman, but more of, like, a... I don't know, something gritty and something raw at the same time and something um, unapologetic. So I, you know, atrocity girl, I don't know how I came up with it. It just sort of came out because I was writing out all these different band names through messenger. Right. And Mm -hmm. I was like, what about this one? And what about this one? And, and it it actually resonated uh, with Angie. Like I think as soon as she'd read it, I was just, yeah. So there was a few of them, but yeah, I was trying to think of like, when Angie was like, yeah, atrocity girl. And I was just like, I was like, holy crap, that's a great name. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah of course, because they, they came up to me and they're like, yeah, you want to go talk about tacos and me and our band, Atrocity Girl? Yeah. Like, I'm already there. Yeah. 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 By, so just like, by the way, we seduced Ryan to be in the band. Yeah, We've they, like fed her margaritas tacos, and tacos. And, and, like, and she like, woke up in the band. Literally, I, no, I literally woke up and I'm like, I'm in, right? They're like, oh yeah, you're committed for life. And I'm like, great, okay, right. cool. You were <laughs> Oh yeah. So like that's why like we all have not just like the logo tattoos, but Johnny also like we have owl tattoos together. Which Johnny did. Um but the AG logo that you see is literally like the one that Johnny drew. It's that it's taken from that paper. And then that's the logo on the stickers and everything. Yeah, I was visiting I was visiting one of my my little Alaskan friend. We've been best friends since we were kids. And he was um going to school in Rochester, New York. So I went to go visit him for a few weeks and I was just like it was at night I was actually drinking a bunch of wine. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah, I was drinking a bunch of wine, but I was just scribbling things and stuff trying to come up with a little logo because I like having the idea of like letters and stuff like that intertwined with each other. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And I, I was watching Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I was super watching Star Trek. Well, he, yeah. Well, he, my friend was. A, he's a huge nerdy Trekkie dude. So, <laughs> but I remember that. And, as, and I will. I love having our tattoo. I have it on my forearm now. And I work at Starbucks, and all the time people are like, "So you're from Georgia State?" And I go, and "Oh my like, gosh, the AG." And I go, "No." And I love telling people. I was like. No, this is my band. They're like, oh shoot, you're in a band. I go, yeah, it's Trusty Girl, and they're like, yeah. they're like, yeah, that's cool. And they're like, I'm like, from Georgia State. <laughs> oh my god! Because my tattoos, like, you have to see it on my forearm. It's she. When we were doing the last little bit of COVID, when we were DIY recording at Angie's um, old house, I'm like, okay, I was like, oh, I'm looking at a picture. Yeah, I'm like, I, was like, I was like Johnny. I was like Johnny. She had that tattoo. She, I was like, don't make it too big. I was like, make it look cute, okay? And she's like, no, 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 okay. And she made it. Black, she made it black and then she put all the blood. She's like, I'm gonna, we're gonna put blood around it. And I go, I yeah, mean, cute blood, right? Cute and then she just, she ripped a huge one right on my forearm. Yeah, it's atrocity, girl. It's not gonna be any cute blood. Okay, if I have anything to do with it. Yeah, that is, that's. I think that's cute blood. I think it's cute blood too. I like the owl tattoo. I want one. Yeah, I have to. I have to like repack the ink in my palm because I tattooed my palm. I was gonna. I see the palm one. I was just gonna ask whose hand that was. And that's fine. I have to. I had to like wait for it to heal and stuff because I have to like go back in. It's it's not an uncommon thing when you're like tattooing the palm of your hands. Yeah. 
I have to like yeah. go back in and repack the ink and stuff. But yeah. but it, that's her drawing and like um, yeah, she did that she's an and incredible it, artist as and well as musician and it's just like something so. super like special to the like owls mm-hmm. being special mm-hmm. to the band. So that. it's really cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah, Anna and I are trying to figure out a tattoo for our, our podcast and yeah, do it. I know. Like I think we're gonna. Anna, do you want to do the cat head and the cat body? <laughs> like someone has to have a cat butt. You cats. You're talking to the right honey. I'm all. I'm all cats. Yeah. Well, it's like cat butt. It's better than the, the last idea you floated. So when in doubt, cats. Oh yeah, it was That's just a, motto, so. the the other idea I had. I might just do it with two of my fingers, like have a penis on one and then balls on the other, <gasps> oh, and then you oh, put oh. them together. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, I'm about that. Lindsay's got a lot of <laughs> random ones. <laughs> I'm just—I have no meaning to any of my tattoos, and that's, and that's okay. okay. I like it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, do you um, do you want to you know before we get to the end of Oh, sure. Our interview here. I can't believe it's already an hour. Um, crazy. No, we just, I know. Forever. Uh, anything you want to like mention? Obviously, I mentioned a couple of upcoming shows that you have, and as you did for October and everything. But yeah. anything super soon or anything? I don't. I mean, yeah, we have the shows that you mentioned already on the mm-hmm. podcast, but I think the biggest thing that we're working on is going to be that Macbeth musical. I mean, it's unlike anything yeah. we've ever done. And despite though, I mean. Writing the second album, I think we, we still like. It's gonna be. It's, we want it to be really special. So it's like we're not in a hurry to get everything in the second album just rushed out. But I mean, the Macbeth was definitely a really special opportunity. So that's probably that's gonna be so, the biggest thing that we're mm-hmm. doing through October. So yeah, I cannot wait. That is so cool. I saw like something on your Instagram page. And I'm like, yeah. I wonder what that's about. Yeah. So I'm glad you had mentioned it because I was gonna ask anyway. So that's okay. so cool. Yeah. Yay. Well, cool. So we're going to, again, you'll send over um, Suffering Skin. Yeah, totally. Yes. Yeah. And, and it, you could do, I mean, if you could send an MP3, but any file is fine. And then we'll You know it. what? I was Here. just thinking yeah. uh, a little bit ago, I was like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I know exactly where like the first original Suffering Skin song is. Oh, and yeah. if I find it, I will totally send it to you because it's totally trippy. And it's like, whoa, yeah. sorry. And yes. then the, the video, we, we need to do that. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then the yeah. music video, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So, oh, yeah, when are you finishing that? Probably in the next couple weeks. Yeah, for sure. Next couple weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Where are you filming it, can you say? Um, I'm not, like, I'm still having some ideas. I'm not sure. It might, might be, like, some outdoor stuff, but it's yeah. going to be more... I don't know. It's going to be weird and grotesque. <laughs> there we go. There we go. That's all you need to know. I mean, I oh my gosh, I'm excited. Strange alley, you know, I don't know. It's just going to be oh, weird and very questionable. Yes. <laughs> Quite a few of those in Seattle. No, yes. uh, yeah. Many. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, craziness. Well, my dears, thank you for joining us. I was so excited to talk to you. I am so excited to actually meet you in person. Yeah, come to yeah. Substation. Come to the Substation sure. Trove. Yes, well, I will be there for sure. I know the one for this month on the 11th, that's in Bremerton. 
Salem. Salem. Oh, Salem. Yeah. Oh, I thought I read Bremerton. Did I read that wrong? Um, so Avenue East, I think, has one in Bremerton. And then we're playing oh. with Avenue East, Always Naked, um, on the oh, yeah, yeah. 15th. Yes. Yeah. And then oh 11th is Bremerton with a bunch of other bands. Or yes. Salem oh. with a bunch of other bands Bremerton, from the, other cities. Yes. Yeah, the 12th is for the Fire in the Sky Festival, and that's in Salem. So. Yeah. I see. Okay. Oh, we can. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely be at the September yeah. show for no. sure. Yeah. yeah, thank you for joining us. All right, here's their song, Suffering Skin. Could conjure up some personalities of several different emotions. 
mind to one unfortunate soul As if our feelings could generalize themselves into one specific criteria Madness, anger, happiness And I'm sad but that isn't all I'm confused, energetic and withdrawn at the same time Is it possible that I can be That was Suffering Skin by Atrocity Girl. Um, Definitely one of my favorite songs right now. I still have this on fucking repeat. It's so good. And I'm glad we got the meaning behind the song too. It just makes that even better. Um, So yeah, and as always, thank you for listening. Uh, We appreciate your support and hopefully enjoyed today's episode. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.